Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Join our members-only club on Spotify and get exclusive podcasts only our members get Monday through Friday at 10 o'clock a.m. Central Standard Time with Chinatown Hollywood. Get over there and subscribe now. Rock on. What's up, everyone? How are you guys and gals doing? Welcome to the show. Today, we got some more information about that pagan brawl out at the Majestic out of Montana. It was like a 50-person brawl, man. That's like old-school stuff like they're hitting, slapping, all that good stuff. You know, there is some uh, controversy to it. Uh, I guess there was a young man over there that got dogpiled, wolfpack, whatever you want to say. But it looks like uh, the coppers, they got some uh, officers or leaders of the local motorcycle club of the Pagans in custody. Uh-oh, uh-oh. And, you know, the first thing I want to talk about today, though, I have to go into this. Everybody knows that Bike Week is happening right now. Yes, Bike Week has started for 2023. And what do you think when you hear Rally? Me, I think of boobies. I think of wildness. I think about craziness. It's not like that no more. Hollywood was sitting here like, am I getting too old? Am I not keeping up on times here? I Am I out of the loop? You know, I know I do news. And I'm supposed to be the one up on all this stuff. But when I seen these videos and the way they were talking, you know, the so-called buyers, I was like, I've lost it. I don't know what I'm doing. Is it me? Is it just the scene has changed that much where it sounds like a lot more PC than actually going out there and rebel? Gonna stick it to the man. Gonna throw that middle finger up. No, man. What happened to the dirty, greasy biker? What happened? Now it's like, man, you know, you're wearing like $200 pair of jeans and that I can go to Goodwill, cut them up, and yeah, I'd have the same thing. And then uh, you have a whole different type of personality. I think that's what confuses me the most. Because I've been sitting back lately, and because I'm running Insane Wheels now, my other channel. Nothing but Harley talk and motorcycle talk, all kinds of brand talk. You know, stuff happening at the manufacturer level, within the independent scene, and I'm getting worried. I am. I'm sitting here like, okay... You don't like how I talk? It's like, dude, this is like easy stuff. This is what you do on the outside, you know, even off the show. And they get so offended 
by some of the stuff I say. But, you know, I have to admit, I try to keep it straight over there. I try to keep cool. It's not like when I come on this channel and I get all stupid. But over there, it's like the littlest thing pisses them off. And I'm like, okay, are you supposed to be buyers here? I'm truly thinking here. I'm truly thinking that independence ain't like what I used to remember. They used to be able to party harder than any club member. They used to love the stuff that we loved. But now, it's like, if I show a picture of a hot broad, I'm talking smoking hot on one of our profile pages. They come back and say, well, I don't need something like that. I got my old lady. Which is cool. I got my old lady, but I like looking. I like maybe touching once in a while. I'm a man. And I got that freedom streak in my uh, blood. Not them, man. They get upset when I come back with that. Well, you're a chauvinist. Or you're not treating your old lady like a queen. Well, what are you talking about? I share. I'm not, I'm not stingy. And I'm upfront about it. Where there's a lot of people that ain't upfront about it. You know, they'll go behind the back. Not me. I believe in being straightforward. So when I seen these videos, I was like, you're kidding. So let's take a look at these videos real quick. And yes, I got the pagan stuff coming up. And you'll hear the result of that. But take a look at this. See if Hollywood is out there, man. Maybe I'm missing something. Good afternoon. I'm Carla Ray. It is day two of Bike Week. But business owners say they expect it to be one of the busiest days of the event. Packed streets of bikers are a welcome sight for businesses in Daytona Beach after those back-to-back -back hurricanes battered the coast. Channel 9's Sabrina Majori is live in Daytona Beach for us this afternoon. And Sabrina, this starts a very busy stretch for our coast heading into spring break. Carla, take a look at what we are seeing and what we're also hearing. Daytona Beach is absolutely packed with bikers from across the U.S. right now. Businesses say all of these crowds are welcome sites, especially after back-to-back -back hurricanes and as they look at slower seasons ahead. Walking down the streets of Daytona Beach, the sea of leather jackets and the sounds of dozens of revved engines leave no doubt. Bike week is in full swing. No matter how bad your day is, you get on your bike, it ain't so bad no more. Kirk Carner trading in the Pennsylvania snow for Florida sunshine. He's been coming to Daytona Beach's Bike Week since 1989. The biker people in general are up and up people. They like to have fun. They come from all over the place. You know, uh, they're not afraid to spend money and, and tip the people of the town here. After two hurricanes battered the coast and dealt the economy a blow, businesses say they're more than eager to welcome crowds of generous tippers. We've got three bars inside that will be elbows to elbows people. Cruising Cafe bartender Jody Couplin flying in from Wisconsin to help the bar handle crowds on one of his busiest weeks. This will fill up completely, completely filled up packed because all the bikes come up and down Main Street. Adriano Batista and his friends plan on staying through the week too. Everybody's friendly and it's, it's always nice to be here. He says it's all about spending time with people who share his same passion. We do what we love. 
And after some issues last year, Detroit Beach Police say they are ramping up patrols here on Main Street. There are going to be 60 officers assigned and through party spots across the city. There's going to be both undercover and uniform officers as well. Pastor Brown is in the thick of it and takes us through the first night of this much-anticipated event that's turned into quite a head-turner. It is the 82nd annual bike week. Do you smell that? It's not just the roar of the bikes. It's also the spectators watching all the bikers. You can smell the engines of these beasts as they make their way down Main Street, Daytona Beach. It's a sight to behold, pure exhilaration. Totally awesome. I mean, every bike here has got its own kind of personality, own kind of attitude. You know, everybody's happy, everybody's cheering, everybody's having a good time. Getting to see all the bikes just does it for everybody. It's such a great community to be in. They don't care gender, color, race, nothing. It's all around. You have a bike, you like bikes, you welcome. Phil Jackson from Jacksonville just loves motorcycles, including his 07 Suzuki Jixxer 1000. This right here, the street sweeper. It was a street sweeper. You gotta say it right. It's a street sweeper. It's a street sweeper. Yeah, I'm smoking everybody. <laughs> More than 400,000 motorcycle enthusiasts all over the country come together for Bike Week. Come get your custom print t-shirts. Bike Week is welcome news for local businesses like Biker Brothers. So this kind of floats us throughout the rest of the year, so it keeps our local businesses alive. Parker Avance of California turns 21 on Sunday and is thrilled his parents brought him here. Just seeing all the different bikes. There's a lot of them. A lot of them. Extra police are out on patrols making sure everyone stays safe. Bike Week runs until Sunday, March 12th. And then... Biketoberfest is just around the corner in October. I'm Gail Pascoe-Brown in Daytona Beach for West 2 News. Biker people? That dude really said that. Biker people. I never heard that. Is that the language lingo that we're using now? Because it seems like I really got to get caught up on my lingo here. And I didn't see even women with some painted boobies. What's going on? You know, I do get jealous of the younger guys because it seems like they got hotter chicks than we ever did. That's where I'm jealous, one. But... It didn't look any like any fun. Now, Daytona with me, I've been there a, a long time ago. Little different. Even then, it was starting to get PC. But now, holy cow, <laughs> is way out there. You know, that's what I'm saying. You know, somebody give me some advice here. It's hard changing, I guess. But I thought the whole deal with this whole scene was supposed to get out there, ride, have fun. You know, the old saying, gas, ass, and grass, baby. That's gone. It's gone. Sad state of affairs, man. I feel for you younger ones. Anyway, daily in Tor Lake. And this just happened uh, yesterday, March 5th. Authorities arrest suspected leaders of the local Pagan Motorcycle Club chapter. And I guess they just opened up, are gonna open up, I don't know. In Montana, who knows, that's on them. I'm just reading what uh, the paper says. This is by Derek Perkins. 
And Flathead County authorities announced Friday the arrest of two men thought to be the leaders of the local chapter of a motorcycle club linked to last month's bra in the Majestic Valley Arena. Kelly uh, Spell, police officers, Flathead County office deputies and probation and uh, parole officers, they arrested dudes. Authority describes Murphy as a president of the local chapter of the Pagans Motorcycle Club and Johnson as the vice president. The only thing you got to worry about there, man, is RICO predicates, so don't go out there and give them any more uh, ammunition because this is a RICO predicate. Uh Wonder why they went after the leaders. I don't know how they do stuff in Montana. I really don't. Uh, law enforcement personnel had an active parole violation. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Active parole violation. That's how they got him. And he was taken into custody after he allegedly unsuccessfully tried to flee his home. Uh, yeah. And Johnson, though, initially refused to exit the house. Authorities said he went into custody uh, roughly after a half hour back and forth with law enforcement. That could have ended bad right there. They trigger happy law enforcement, man. Them cops trigger happy. Trigger happy. And I guess Johnson was also on probation and he racked up several active warrants for his arrest. So that answers uh, my question right there. How the hell, why the hell did they uh, arrest them? That answers the question. Uh, the presence of the Pagans Motorcycle Club in the Flathead Valley came to the attention of authorities after a February 11th melee at a boxing event inside the Majestic Valley Arena, as many as 50 people were estimated to have taken part in the Donnie Brook. What the hell is a Donnie Brook? Ah, uh, see, my lingo ain't there anymore, man. I, I, I don't know what the hell a Donnie Brook is. But there were 50 there, so you have to say... At least nobody got shot. At least everybody went to bats and hands and all that stuff. But again, it was a club against everybody else there. Come on, tell me what a Donnybrook is. I feel stupid now. Members of two motorcycle clubs, the Pagans and Warriors, were identified as participants in the brawl, which left two, including a teenager. That's where... You're going to get hit hard as that teenager. Officials said most uh, fled as authorities arrived on scene. I know there uh, was a woman that was uh, first charged, but she had a baseball bat walking around like, you know, it's Mad Max or something. Uh, now, Partney remains in county jail with a bail set at 50. K pleaded not guilty to felony assault with a weapon and tamper uh, with a, uh, tampering with a fabricating evidence, uh, blah, blah, blah. And uh, so it seems like they're going after the pagans pretty hard. I don't think any uh, civilians uh, as of yet have been charged in this. Uh, let me know if you got any more information on this case. We're going to be following it all the way through like we have been uh, other ones. But we're going to go to the second half of the show right now with China Now, Don't forget to like and subscribe and get your butts and join that members only because we do it Monday through Friday, 920 a.m. We talk to the members, have our lives, talk about all kinds of cool subjects. You get the point.
okay? You get the point. And it helps support the show. So get over there, join it on Spotify or YouTube, and I'll be eternally grateful for you doing that. Rock on. Be right Join back. the Insane Throttles Members Only Club. Two ways to join over on Spotify and YouTube. Insane Throttle Biker News' channel, by the way. With your membership, you get exclusive content Monday through Friday. China Dow's on there with me. Y'all love China Dow. Also, you get an invite to the yearly Rumble in the Woods, where we get together, head parties, head have fun, so make sure you join the Insane Throttles Members Only Club over on Spotify or YouTube. Rock on!
were a laxative. They'd be so powerful, you could stand on your head and shit on the ceiling. That position would not only be unveiling, but also undignified. Ladies and gentlemen, can I have your attention, please? What's up, everyone? How you guys doing? We got Professional Monkey on, baby. Yo, look at that. <laughs> look at and that. I'll tell you man. what. I mean, you <laughs> just got hit me on. Like, I was like running in here. Like, <laughs> <laughs> hey, no Damn. joke. That was, that was a surprise to me. You popped up. I was like, what? I, I was like <laughs> rushing from the garage on the phone. And I'm like, oh, yeah. you know, not like I'm important or nothing, but damn. How you doing, man? How's everything been? How's your weekend? Good. The uh, the organization I'll be named had their big annual event called the Hundred Mile Ride this Saturday. So we had uh, every chapter in the world on the same day goes out for what is not far. I know that people say all the time, like a hundred miles. I'm like, that ain't the thing, man. When this started years ago, it was about raising awareness. Uh, we said, well, how far can you go? Where civilians will go with you and we're like probably 100 miles about as far as you can go <laughs> Guaranteed. <laughs> i was just gonna say that it's not about the overall club members or members it's the uh, the people that are gonna ride with you right it's 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 people off the street that they want to come along and support and that's fantastic but we found that past 100 miles people just stop going so so we uh we always make it 100 miles each way you know what i mean and and, and try and have make a good day of it but we went I think all in, we went 320 miles out to this place in the middle of nowhere in the Everglades and had seafood and and just had a good time. We were all right, wore out when we got home because it was, man, summer has arrived in South Florida. Where, where, oh, where, do, you, where do you live? I'm in West Palm. Okay, you said Everglades. But we, were in the, we were in the actual Everglades yesterday, yeah. and it was, I swear to God, it was 5 billion freaking percent humidity, and it was hot. And the place we were at was an outdoor on the water seafood bar and we're just dying like it was it was it was fun but jesus and i but, grew up there in uh kendo miami uh closer yeah to there the you Adelaide. go yeah there he oh, be look at this guy walking through uh what is he walk what is that and i, I guess we got uh somebody on the uh outside doing a correspondence journalism stuff man <laughs> you, you, oh you didn't just rob that bank <laughs> let me tell you something guys i am at the worst effing restaurant i've ever been to in my entire life i've been here since past six o'clock no before six o'clock still waiting on food there's only three tables here man where are you, uh, are you, you at home or are you out of town no i'm uh well i'm out of town but yeah i expected to be home like shortly fucking uh, man what's up professional monkey screw my noise What's going on, everybody? I'm kind of, I'm kind of liking this set here. I gotta take my hat off. Yeah, you know, everybody, bro, put it, put it back on, bro. Put it, put it back. I can't, I can't see anything behind you. I can see it's overrated. The glare, the glare on your head. Hair is overrated. <laughs> like, <laughs> so monkey man, you're you're well known within the scene for your Sturges commentary, your how tos when you're going the Sturges. Uh, your RV rocks. I watched that video of the walkthrough. That was kick-ass right there. So, and your work in your garage, man. You know how to build some cholo bikes. You know how to uh, work on motorcycles, which right now is really a dying type of 
specialty among bikers, man. Everybody just hands that stuff over to Harley Davidson. But where was your entry into motorcyclists? <laughs> well, you're far too friggin' kind because for you to say that I know how to work on a bike is, is uh, <laughs> I know how to take painted plastic stuff and put it over other painted parts and it just looks real good. You know, like yeah, and I, I saw that. I saw that <laughs> when you put the chrome piece around your radio. There you go. I can do that. You know, like, so, no, I mean, I, I can do, I would say, you know what, Revzilla has their like beard level of, of difficulty. I can do like a four out of five, but as soon as you're cracking engine casings, you're like, ah, you lost me. That and wiring. I don't do other than lights, but it started with, uh, I mean, I grew up in the back of my dad's bike. Um, I was actually telling a story the other day that when I was little, he always had jet bikes because we couldn't afford a Harley. That was in the, 70s and 80s when they was real real expensive and he finally was able to buy a used sporty and that's what we rode many 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 miles went to sturgis on it a couple times when i was little because he makes bad decisions as a father and uh uh finally during the during the uh, late 80s was on the whole two-year waiting list thing to get a new one when the five-speed belt drive came out you know because ours was a chain four-speed and they called and said this dude ordered one. You want it black. This one's dark red. But if you want it, come get it. And my dad's freaking out going, man, I can't. I can't afford a bike right now. But he listed the black one, the four speed, the old one in the paper. And it sold in 90 minutes from the time that ad dropped because that's how in demand they were. And then oh, what wow. started was we'd go to Doc's Harley in St. Louis and dig through piles of parts. Remember when the parts were shrink wrapped on a cardboard? And oh, it was like a yeah. Yeah, it was like a tan cardboard with orange stuff on, and that's what the accessories look like. And we'd buy whatever we could find for it, and we'd take it home. And he'd go, "You put that shit on." And then I I'll was, in know, a minute. I was like twelve, you know, whatever in the garage, taking the Sportster apart and figuring out how to put a chrome battery box cover on it or whatever. And and it was fun, man. It was like freaking you know, <laughs> loud Harley Legos, you know. And and that's it's just stuck that, and because we couldn't afford to pay nobody to do nothing for us. We had to do it. You can afford it, but you can't afford the labor. <laughs> and and even part. today, even though maybe I could, I still, I just prefer to do everything I can myself just because it's fun. I enjoy it. There's pride there, you know. Do you like uh, the Cholo style, man? Because I see you really got Hey, guys, I'll be back. All right, go man. Kill, go kill the food. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I actually always... I always like those bikes, man. I, I go to LA for work sometimes or something, and, and I would be there over a weekend, and I would just find a bike show or something. I was always envious of the freaking, the engraving and the paintwork, and the they were just and as tar, tall as the bars could go, twenties, twenty two inch bars on them, and and fishtails, and I, I I always loved that style. And when the opportunity came about that I I had taken over my dad's old heritage, I'm like I'm gonna cholo that bike once and for all, and. I was telling my friend, who's the, my buddy's the CEO of, of Advan Black, you know? And he was like, really? Because I was thinking about making a Cholo Fender. And he was like, if you want to be a guinea pig, we'll work something out. So he, he sent me that body. His people painted it. And I had already done the pipes and the bars and the wheels and, the, you know, the lighting and everything else on it. But he sent me the body and there it is. So that that's, uh, I love those bikes. Mine's, mine's. Mine's not all in though, man. You go to those 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 West Coast style shows, and 
those dudes have the attention to detail engraving on them and stuff like that's that's mine's a rider you know what i mean i still ride it probably i ride it more than my bagger you know rock on man are you gonna get any engraving done on the engine or no no, if you if you this is not knocking those bikes, but the the, the reality is if you ride the bike in the chrome, once you penetrate the chrome to engrave it, you've weakened it and it'll pop. And if you actually ride a bike that gets hot, cold, hot, cold, and then gets wet in Florida, freaking wild on you know, man, you get you're always wet down here. That the mm-hmm. crank the chrome will start popping all over the place. So most of those bikes that go all in, they the dudes have a real rider. But that's their show bike, and you really just can't go that far on one you're gonna ride. Mm. What was it about the West Coast that you really got attached to? Was it the atmosphere of the bike shows? Because uh, a lot of stuff out in West Coast, man, you you know you put those low riders uh, with the Cholo bikes, and yeah. those low riders are a piece of art, man. They really that's are. That's really what it was, man. I, I'd go to a bike show or something. I was out there and. And it was, and lowriders are cool, right? There ain't nobody you can't, you, even if it's not your style or what, not your culture, you're freaking redneck from South Arkansas, like my family is, whatever. It's still, you still see those things, like you said, in their artwork, the hours and the dedication and the, and, the, and then you start seeing motorcycles done the same way. And long fishtails is really what got me. Long fishtails and a 21 inch spoke on the front is what I was like, man, that's pretty. I like that. When the, when the front fender is three millimeters off a tire. And it just, they look fantastic. And I always wanted to do one and there you go. Well, you know what? It's kind of interesting. You know, the long ass fishtails back in the day, man, they used to have the fishtails that went up into the up sweeps. Mm-hmm. Now that was a style right there, even though you were deaf from, you know, that point yeah. on and stuff like that. But it just goes to show you how it gets, uh, you know, it goes into a big circle. Some of the styles that are out there. It always come back. It always comes back around. It's circular, man. Like it is. You know the the whole. Now I think you'd say the whole touring bike dresser phase. No one. I don't think anyone saw that coming. No. Right. Like that. That that came out of nowhere because I when I was a kid, man, a dresser was for old people. You're like old people <laughs> rode electric glides or whatever. Like when you were just about to die, you went out and bought an ultra classic, and that's what you rode. And, and or unless you were actually going. You know, New York, LA, and back and forth, that kind of stuff. That's and, true. and then all of a sudden, you start seeing dudes building street glides, big wheel baggers, and all that stuff. And you're like, where the hell did that come from? You know, like, <laughs> yeah, I always said that was going to be the bike when I retire. Yeah. I think, I think, uh, I think the big wheel baggers came from all the, the new school riders that, you know, let's be honest. I mean, they're not the old school bikers, you know, and, and they, they came about and they liked the big rims and all that stuff. And they were kind of half ghetto and it just started. Yeah. <laughs> you know? well, they, they make more sense, right? Because if you're going to spend all day in the saddle, it's better to do that than on a rigid sporty chopper, right? Like, you know, oh, you yeah. still walk yeah. after you've been on your street glide all day. Your Definitely. Definitely. Well, you know, I they all, you know, I wish I could another. like put a shout out for this restaurant that I'm at. Just, just to tell people that it's the suckiest restaurant I've ever been to in my entire fucking life. Oh my That's god! The name of it? That's a bad name for a restaurant. <laughs> you know what? I don't want to say the name of the that restaurant the just because name. then people know where I'm at. But oh my god, bro! 
I, I waited all day for this food, guys. I, I just got to vent for a minute. I waited all day for this freaking food. I'm starving, and there's a freaking hair in my food. I took one bite, and I said, I'll be outside. Take this back. Thank you. <laughs> wow. Wow. And I'm not a big complainer. Go going going back to the baggers and stuff like that. That you know what they got the bagger racing series right now. I, that's yeah. something I never would have thought would happen. Never. You know what I think we're gonna do next though. I think it's on the same thing. I think we should all get some Mercury Grand Marquis and and hop <laughs> them up and race them because it's kind of the same thing. Like I I, I get the idea of trying to get the most power out of your bike. But when that first started, I was like, why would you race the biggest heaviest? <laughs> like worst handling motorcycle on the bike. But then again, that come full circle. And now I think it's awesome because they don't have control. Like you, they're hitting those corners and that thing's heavy and they're still holding it down pretty good. You know so. what, the, what they're doing with a lot of the baggers now is they're like, remember back in the day, I mean, well, even to this day for me, we wanted to lower our bike and now they actually hire their bike. They, they raised the rear end so that they can hit the corners a lot harder and it's a little more nimble. And they do different shocks and stuff like that. And, and they do the T-bars instead of ape hangers and stuff. Performance motors. I mean, they, they get into it, man. Yeah, but now a lot of these guys watching that are going off the side of the road thinking they can do the same shit. Literally. <laughs> I, I, you know, I see it all the time. I, oh, here in the Twisted Sisters up here in Texas. These big baggers trying to take these turns like they're on a sport bike. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's all the yahoos that we hear about and see, you know, on here. They, they go to, uh, uh, what, what is a Tale of the Dragon? Everybody wants to go to the Tale of the Dragon and hit the curves like they're on a rice yeah. rocket and shit. And it's like, dude, you're on a Harley, man. Just cruise. Well, the that's what it's you for, man. Gold Wings hitting the Tale of the Dragon. Those guys are freaking nuts. Have you seen some of them Gold Wings? Yeah. <laughs> because the bags are high and they sit high anyway, and they actually evidently do handle well. And there's guys yeah. pulling the wheel off the ground out of turns on those things. Yeah. Right. Hey, uh, what got you, you know what, you're really big in the Sturges. What got you in the Sturges where you're there every year? What is, what's so special that we're missing? Because I've been down to Daytona Bike Week. It wasn't too impressed. But uh, I'm more of a weekend type of rallies. You know, you go out there, you get in trouble, stuff like that. But what makes Sturges so special? It's probably, I mean, it's got to be a little different for me in that it, I started going when I was 12. That was the first time I went. I was 12 years old. And uh, I mean, let's be honest, it was public sex acts when you're 12 years old. That'll make you want to come back to a place. <laughs> you, know, you see that and you're like, all right, this is all right. So uh, I went yeah, there yeah. first time. It was, it was late 80s and we stayed at Glencoe and they, we pull in and I'm a freaking kid. And I'm like, we had a we This is how protective my father, my father's a drill instructor in the Marine Corps. As, as protective as he was of his bike, there was a separate tent for the bike to go in at night to keep the condensation and the dirt off of it. Right. Like, so we're setting all this stuff up for the bike to go in. And next to us comes in these like 20 something year old dudes on their old, their rigid pans and stuff. And they're setting up their campsite. And dad's like, I'm going to go get ice. Don't leave this spot. He goes to get ice. I turn around. All these dudes, girls take everything off. And that was just the way it was for the rest of the week. Now, again, young kid, that's going to that's gonna affect you forever, right? Like, that's, I need to go back to this place. Then we go to the Buffalo Chip. We're watching the Doobie Brothers. And 
my dad's buddies are all there and I'm looking over. You can ride your bike up to the stage at the Buffalo Chip and sit on your bike and watch a concert. It's like people all around you, you're sitting there watching Kid Rock or whoever sitting on your bike. And I look over and there's something going on. I can't tell what it is, but there's something going on in the crowd. And I and I lean over to my dad's buddy Daryl and I go, What what's going on over there? And he just goes, uh, oh, that chick's going down on that chick, and just goes back to watching the concert like like nothing had just happened. Like that was just, you know. Normal stuff. And, and I was like, well, I'm going to be coming to this every year for the rest of my life. And and so that's where it started. But really, all jokes aside, I've been to a lot of rallies, a lot of good weekend Midwest rallies being from St. Louis. And they're fun, man. It's it's a good time to make friends and have a good time. But Sturgis, to me, is the only rally where the riding is as good as the party. So you 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 ride Iron Mountain Road, which I I haven't ridden Tail of the Dragon, but a whole lot of my friends, brothers, and stuff that have that have ridden both are like they are at least equal, but then they all go like, oh my favorite is this or my favorite is that. So it's that level of of technical riding, the Badlands, Needles Highway, herds of buffalo, I, I mean I just incredible amazing scenery, the uh, Rushmore, and then at night you, you stay at the chip or you go to the chip and you see ZZ Top in a big amphitheater and you make friends that you, I literally dudes I talk to every day via all these different chats that I met at Sturgis that I see every year and ride with every year because they're pals. And it's, it's, it's something special, you know, like, yes, it's gotten big and it's gotten commercial and it's gotten expensive and it's gotten all that stuff. It's still great. How has it changed though over the years? How is the activities, uh, what you've seen, because I know uh, 80s and 90s, it was just a let loose party. And then the restrictions started coming in. How has it changed for you, the experience? Some of the things that bother other people that don't bother me, right? So uh, I, I have a toy hauler RV. That's how I go. It's not a million dollar motor coach, but it, it's it's I like it, right? Some people resent the fact that people come in RVs. Why so they hate that? Oh, they, well, I, I don't know why they're they're like they don't have oh, one. Friggin' rich guys have ruined it. And I'm like, no, man, it's not. I don't. You know what it is? My my theory is they don't have one. They're jealous, and so they talk shit. You know that just that's, it's exactly that's, right because our age, man, we did our sleeping on the ground by the next of the road. I ain't doing it dude, no more. I, I think I, I think the only ones that always say that are the ones that. That, that say what, what you just said, uh, Professional Monkey, that oh, they're just jealous because they can't afford it. And um, I, I just think that's a lame reply. I, I see that all the time, man. Now, I've been one of the, t- the same people that say, if you don't ride there, I mean, you can't call yourself a biker, dude. I mean, come on. But about four years ago, me and a brother of mine who's got like this huge, huge RV, right? And it's got the garage in the back and everything. And he's like, yeah, we'll trailer our bikes down. You know, we'll take the bikes down. I'm like, dude, I'm a biker. I'm riding my bike, man. I'm not getting to no trailer. What, what are you, a poser? So we get to where we're going. I rode. He drove the, the RV. And I'm not going to lie to you guys. It was about 1,500 miles away. And when I got there, I did not want to go for a ride anymore, man. <laughs> I was done, dude. Like, I was so sore. <laughs> Dude, I was so sore. My bike is tired. I'm tired. I'm like, I'm going to bed. And they're like, well, we're going out riding. And I'm like, okay, all right. I, I see the point now. <laughs> and also, I understand it when 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 people 
when people do talk smack about it, right, and they want to make a big deal out of it, my experience right. is they aren't going as far as I am. Right. Right. Like it's five thousand miles. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And 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 if you have an RV, I do think like if you own an RV and you ride. That's pretty stupid. <laughs> because hotel room is $400 a night. Like a hotel room is $400 a night. So you are choosing to tent it in the dirt. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, it, it, like it, yeah. it actually if you can find a room. Yeah. Like, so, it, and, I, and I got my father <laughs> going this year and he's, he's crashing in the back. So I'm providing a place for me and him. You know, like it just makes more sense. That and I get stopped in St. Louis, yeah. my hometown, for a couple of days, you know, as, as, on the way up there. So yeah, I mean, I, I get it, but I think that the only time we can say if you're if you don't ride, you're not real is if we were all coming from the same place. None of us had RVs. We all had the same right. vacation schedule. We all, you know, what I mean, like you can't you can't yeah. just make blanket because everyone's got different situations. You know, like yeah. But, and also the way, another thing, the way, the way I've always get, looked at it. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, a lot of dudes that I like give me shit. You finally get out of them. Either number one, they're not going. Or number two, they live in North Dakota. Yeah. Three hundred miles from the rally. It's like kiss my ass. You're going back and forth. And it's like it's like Danny said. I mean, uh, as soon as you get there, you're going to be so tired. Yeah. By yeah, riding, man. I mean, you want to enjoy the. I mean, I got same as Hollywood. I obviously being from Florida, I went to Daytona a lot growing up, yeah. and I kind of got either burnt out on it or bad ta- taste in my mouth. I just after that, I really didn't care about going to rallies. Really. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because I mean, it was just yeah, traffic. I've been to a few of them, you know, I've I've rode to Daytona before, and and yeah, when I got to Daytona, the last thing I I mean, not that there's any, not that I know of anyway. There's there's not a lot of great riding in Florida, you know, not in Daytona area anyway. But you know, when when you get there, yeah, you you don't want to ride, man. You're tired, you know. You're you're hurting. You've been on the road all day, you know. God forbid your bike broke down two or three times on the way there. You know, when you get there, man, it's like, I don't want to go for a ride, man. I just want to sit here and chill, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I totally get why people, you know, take their trailers now. So, Daytona, like, the, the ride you've got is the loop, right? I mean, the loop is nice. Yeah. It's, what, 45 minutes and you're done? So, okay, so you go and then you're like, all right, well, I'm going to go back the other way. Now you got an yeah. hour and a half in the saddle. Now what the yeah. hell are you going to do? You go down on yeah, Main that's Street. that's about it. There are yeah. more people than any they should be allowed in any one place. It's so friggin' packed. Yeah. You got uh, those freaking three-wheel cars, uh, slingshots with Christmas yeah. lights all over them and the loud stereo competition. <laughs> Revving yeah. the fucking lawnmower motor as loud as they can. You know, it's, it's, it's hell. It main exactly. is hell in a lot of ways. It is. It and really you go is. Back to the campground because the campground, at least you'll find some bikers and some rock music and, and a good party and you know, that kind yeah. of thing. But yeah, we used to leave our bikes at the campground and then just went with the girls on the Jeeps. That's what we did to the beach, and that's all we just hung yeah. out at the beach. So, Do you right. recommend uh, – what campgrounds do you recommend in the Sturges? You know – Yeah, there are a lot. It's all about, it's all about whether or not you want to sleep or not. <laughs> I mean, like, like I, I, I stay I'm on a podcast. <laughs> I stay at the chip like 99 percent of the time because I, I like, I like the parties, I like the writing, but I like concerts also, and I know I'm gonna go to the chip three, four, five times, and so you buy the pass, and the pass doesn't matter if you're staying there or just going to see the concert. So why not just stay there, right? So I stay at the chip because for that. But Glencoe is 10 minutes away now. 
the chip has a lot of rules these days. When you have big concerts and you have, you know, uh, uh, Snoop Dogg performing and stuff, there's a lot of security restrictions. There's a lot of, you know, security is everywhere. They find them big ass South Dakota farm boys with cowboy hats and their own, their Buffalo chip cut. And I don't know if there's secret tunners, tunnels under the ground, but them motherfuckers are going to appear like, like out of nowhere. Like it's a dude start to throw down and 12 of them just appear and just, they just, you know, so you, you really got to mind your P's and Q's there. You got to keep your clothes on if you're a woman, you know, that kind of stuff. That's but that's uh, stupid. Glencoe, I ain't going Glencoe, anymore. Nah, right. nah, that's not even a biker event. Screw that. But Glencoe across the street doesn't have the big concerts, but it basically has no rules. Like, there's guys like that, that direct traffic. That's it, to make sure nobody hits nobody. But other than that, there's dudes who set up stages and full DJ setups, and they're just there camping, and, and nobody's got nothing on the whole, <laughs> the whole week. I mean, it's... <laughs> So we go All back right. and forth. Like you can go and, and party one night at Glencoe and then go back to Chip and, you know, and then mm. you go to, uh, but yeah, so Glencoe and Chip are the top two, but there's one called Kickstands around the corner that's really good. One called the Lazy Days. There's the the Broke, no, not the Broke, what is it? Uh, uh, Pappy Hoyle, which used to be the Iron Horse, I think. That's the full throttle place. They've got a campground. There's campgrounds all over the place. Hey, professional, the what's, uh, what, what's the deal with your slow ass golf cart? Someone's asked me to. Ask. <laughs> so I got. I got to bring that up. That has got to be Buffalo in the side chat. It is Buffalo. Shit. Yeah, it's Buffalo. I got, so I ain't gonna throw them. Yeah, I threw them under the bus. Yeah. <laughs> when we got there last year, uh, I own a golf cart because I'm a Floridian and I'm therefore half dead, even though I'm not old enough. <laughs> but. Uh, I pulled mine all the way up there in my rig. I had my wife's dresser, my dresser, and my cart, and I unloaded them all. And he had rented one. And immediately, being bikers, we're like, "Well, we got to race." And he <laughs> raced his rental golf cart versus mine that I own, which even though they're the same model, same brand, same engine, and he had his wife with me, and I was alone. I'm evidently so fat that he pulled out in front of me and just and just pulled away. Though it was faster. Than mine. <laughs> I don't know how. And uh, uh, so, yeah, so yeah, my slow ass golf cart. Here's the funny thing. I'm not bringing mine this year. I've rented mine. So I'm just going to put a blower on it and drop a 600 out of a, an R6 in it. Do you go with your family to uh, Sturgis or, or, or mostly with your friends or? It's, my wife goes. My wife, my, So we got a little one. I got a nine year old little girl. And uh, my wife. <laughs> Is going this year we're doing differently. She's actually going into St. Louis and driving up with me just for fun. And then she'll be there like three or four days. And then she's got to go home because the little one's got to start school. Um, but yeah, I mean, she's fun, man. So I'd, I'd want her there the whole time if possible. But rock it. I'm really man. missing my studio right now. It's so much warmer in my studio. And I have a <laughs> camera holder. I would make cool? golf carts, man. I'm actually looking to get a golf cart. Screw Dude, all that expensive expensive right now. But they're pretty expensive right now. Yeah, they I don't are. know, man. You'd get them off of freaking Facebook Marketplace for like twenty five hundred. No, not anymore. <laughs> one that don't have a motor in it. Yeah, if you get one for twenty five hundred, it's a junker out of a trailer park. No, I, somewhere. I got a, I got a good deal of the golf cart if you want one, but it's gonna be about five grand. But it's only two years old, six seater. Man, I'm talking about something that's like twenty years old. Man, I don't go for that new stuff. Dude, the 20-year-old ones are selling for like six, seven grand. I'm not I'm not joking. You know, <laughs> if you're gonna do it, I, I kick myself every day for not finding an old AMF Harley three-wheel golf cart 
Oh man, you know what? You can find them pretty cheap, yeah. but I that, I, I want a four wheel one. I don't want a two wheel. Well, one. if you're well, running, you're running anyway, you well monkey, make it exciting. And our right. zip code monkey, uh, you get those all day long for a thousand. They're all over marketplace. Yeah. Yeah, well, over here in Texas, we go to Port Aransas, and everybody buys a golf cart for Port A. Uh, but I, I'm, I have a deal with a guy at a resort there that they're going to get rid of 10 golf carts at the end of the summer. And they're still a couple of years old, but they're getting new ones in. So he said he's going to pull it aside for like five grand for me. That's a good deal. Yeah. I bet. Well, what do you say, Monkey, about those people that go around saying, well, you got a golf cart, you're going around there instead of your bike? You got a golf cart, RV. You know what? I say work harder. <laughs> you, know what I, you know what I say to the people that go, oh, you got a golf cart. Oh, you got a trailer. Man, mind your damn business and just do what you're going to do. And I'm going to do what I'm going to do. And there's the same ones that will be asking for a ride later on. <laughs> but the, here's the thing is. Yeah, when they're all drunk at the front gate, like, hey, can you give me a ride to my trailer? No, bro. I'm phony, dog. I'm a poser. <laughs> I'm going to pose they keep, my ass. They keep back they keep yeah. Over the bike. yeah. I'm going to pose like this the whole time I'm driving. <laughs> No, the, the 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 only people who talk shit about the golf cart so much are those that haven't been to the Buffalo Chip before because the, the Buffalo Chip is ruts, a field, it's a pasture, fifty-one <laughs> weeks out of the year. So you're riding your bike stone sober, dancing, right? You know, the whole way going to the the rig. So uh, it, four wheels is better than two, and it's huge. Like it's many 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 acres so if you if you are tenting it or whatever and then you decide you're gonna walk to the amphitheater for the big concert that night you hike all the way there you're like oh i forgot my lighter <laughs> now it's a fucking mile back to the rig to get you know like it's <laughs> it's far like it's a lot of distance and if you got a cart that's why they rent so many of them you 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 freaking drive up to the parking lot you leave it you walk into the campground have, i mean the, the amphitheater have a good time you drive home like it, I mean, it's, I don't know how many square miles it is, but it's a lot of walking, you know, and you ain't, you're not going to take the bike. I can't tell you how many dudes I've seen because the hills and the ruts they and stuff, and they bike. come drunk out of a concert, they get six foot and they dump that bike and pin themselves <laughs> under it. And, you know, and I, this was last year we had to run up and pick a dude up out of his bike that fell over and, you know. Right. Well, as, as a first timer, what would you tell the people the must-dos are? Well, you got to do the chip at least one night, no matter where you're staying. Pick a big concert and go, just so you can see that. You got to ride Needles Highway. You got to ride Iron Mountain Road. You got to do the wildlife loop where you see the buffalo. You got to go to the Badlands. You got to do Rushmore. Uh, if you're into big wet t-shirt contests, you got to go to Alzada, Montana and go to Topless Tuesday. And on the way, you see Devil's Tower on the way. Now, you see it one time, you've seen it. It's a big fucking rock sticking up out of the ground. Like, you know, like, all right, I've seen that. Move on, you know. Mm. Um, and then probably go to Glencoe one night and party. And you got to go to Main Street. And you got to do the vendors. And you got to, oh, you got to go to Rally X 55 where the, the dealer is. Because it's, it's just a city of parts manufacturers. So, so how, right. many, how many days do you, you say is a, like a good amount? For from start to finish, oh, you need at least at least a week. You can fill as long as you want to be there. Like you'll fill it. There's you know, uh, the topless Tuesday thing is a day because it's a lot of distance. You're actually gonna go from South Dakota through Wyoming and into Montana to Dang. go to that to that bar. Uh, and then I think I'm forgetting a state too that you go. I to. I just bring my old lady. She'll just take her shirt off. And... 
<laughs> yeah, done. But, Have you gone I to mean, the Black Pine Gypsies yet? The racing? I did. We did that a couple years ago. That's. I mean, it's it's hill climbs. I think the to me the most fun was watching the kids because there's like they got freaking five year olds on tiny ass dirt bikes doing <laughs> hill climbs. Like they got guts to see a kid <laughs> try and climb that hill straight up. That's fun, but it's 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 uh it's it's pricey <laughs> to go to it and. And it's a whole day. It's I mean, you got to do it at least once. There's a lot of things you got to do at least once, you know. Mm. You like the hill climbs, not only in Sturges, but you get into the sport because the sport's making a rebound now. It's I mean, we used to go when I was a kid when we go to Sturges, so I've seen it a lot. It's 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 a lot of fun, uh, but it's a whole it's a whole day, you know. Like you're gonna stand there and you can only watch dudes try and go up a hill so many times in a day when there's so many other. I'd rather be riding needles. Yeah, you know, yeah. like. So probably you need two weeks. You need a week for that and a week vacation after that. Cause I'll be that that and you need three days to get there. Yeah. You're coming from a lot of places, you know, like and you got three there and three back, and you know, so what about flat tracking? Sorry. What about flat tracking? Well, they used to do that. They did it sort of what two years ago. They started actually doing flat track races in the chip. And that was oh, fun because you can go watch them for a couple hours before the concert. So you go watch the races. And then these friggin' front loaders come in and pull all the bale the bales of hay up, and then you go in, you know, closer in to watch the concert. So that's that's fun. Hey Hollywood, yeah. I think they're saying that Glencoe is uh, the place that we belong. Glencoe, hell yeah, yeah. That's, where, that's where the pineapples go. Yeah, because oh, yeah. oh, I can't I can't deal with no cops telling me, hey, I can't watch titties. I can't do that. I just can't deal with that. Yeah. <laughs> so I got to go somewhere where it's wide open. <laughs> yeah, you do both, man. Like, I, I either stay. In yeah, I don't. I don't deal with police. Period. Yeah, go ahead, monkey. That's another problem too, though. That the uh, they bring cops in from like freaking five states away, all over. Yeah, and from all over the place, and um, they don't necessarily know. Some of them are on edge. Some of them hate bikers. Some of them are very cool. Actually, you got a lot of them on Main Street. That the whole job is to keep anybody from shooting anybody. That's the whole like. Hey, they're trying. They're just there to defuse the situation, you know. Like, and 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 they're just trying to keep people from dying. So I've seen them give mouthy dudes a whole lot of chances to not go to jail. Mm-hmm. Like I've seen them go, like, "Hey, man, why don't you just throw that drink away and get in a cab and go home?" And the guy's like, "Well, let me tell you." And you're like, "Oh, give this a second. <laughs> this is gonna go bad." Like, hey, guys. Everybody's about to get in this truck, so I gotta go, guys. So talk to you. I'm sorry for uh, the unprofessionalism hey, here, but hey, so I didn't expect need, to be gone. You didn't even need anything. You had zero. no. I didn't need anything. I'm literally going to stop at Burger King right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, right. I'm not happy. All right, buddy. Hey, we'll talk. Professional hey, monkey, thanks for being on the show, man. Much love to you, dude. Appreciate it, brother. Take care, Danny. Peace, right. guys. Bye. Well, you're talking about uh, safety. How has it been as far as wrecks are concerned? Because we know every major rally, you're going to have a lot of wrecks. Oh, guaranteed. Uh, Daytona, especially. Oh, my God. I seen some wrecks when I was down there. I see a bunch Uh, of wrecks just from the drunk asses trying to show off after. Well, yeah, but I'm talking about when they're on the big rides, uh, going to Rushmore, stuff like that, Monkey. You would know that. There's there's, uh, a lot of deaths every year. Uh, Mm -hmm. It varies. Some years are better than others. I know that, uh, what was it, 19, I guess, was me and my wife were walking back to grab the bus to go back. That's another thing. There's, there's bus services that are fun. They have dancing girls that serve beer on the bus. Like, 
and that's a way to stay out of jail. You've been riding all day. You leave your bike at the rig. You get on the bus. You take the bus downtown, which is not far, but, you know, they're looking for drunk drunk riders, man. Like, every bike, they're pulling bikes over for no reason, just, just to see if you're drunk. So to bus it in and out of town can save you 10 grand, you know? Yeah, I think anyway, the highest so, mortality is RVs and bikes getting. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> so we're, we're walking back to the friggin' bus stop at, on Main Street late at night, and there's a there's a cop standing there, and I go, "Hey, just curious, like how how fatality's been this year?" And he said, uh, "Not a good year." And I can't remember what the number was, but it was six or seven or something like that. And he goes, uh, "We're seeing a trend of dudes that rode when they were kids." and gave up the bike for the kids right we've all heard that story we've all had buds that got rid of the bike when the kids were born right then they raise the kids and they make a little money so now they're they're getting back into riding when they're you know 50 whatever and they go out and they buy an ultra limited because they can afford it and the last bike they rode was a honda cb 750 you know in, in 1979 or something and it's a 960-pound motorcycle that they're not prepared to ride, and they hit those hills, and they can't make a turn. They fly off, hit a tree, and they die. He's like, that's yep. it's just what happens, you know. And and that was the trend is dudes buying bikes that are way heavier than they're used to riding those hills. Not even hard. They just don't realize that they're varying, what they call them, varying radius turns on Iron Mountain Road where yeah. – the turn actually tightens when you're in the middle of it. In the, the middle of the turn, doesn't yeah. stay uniform. It actually tightens on you. So you're laying into it, and all of a sudden, that some bitch gets tighter on you, and and you're not ready, and you you shoot off and hit a tree, and it's freaking fatal. So mm. it's gotten a little better over the last say three years because there's been enough lives lost that people that story's getting out, you know, but. Yeah, it's dangerous, you know, and it's not drunks. It's not drunks and, and goofy assholes like it is in Daytona. It's people that are not qualified for that kind of ride. I can know? see that. I see a lot of guys even out here. As soon as they get that new bike, instead of just practicing with it, they just mm-hmm. go out on the nice ride and try to keep up with other people or feel like they have to keep up. And they can't. Uh, huh. A big, like you said, almost a thousand pound bike is not a joke in the beginning to <laughs> to yeah. to try to ride. So. No, it isn't, man. Uh, how did you feel? And I'm sure you went to it that year when it because South Dakota, Nome didn't close the state down during the right. COVID stuff. Right. Uh, I don't know if you went to that rally where it was right in the middle of that pandemic. But if you did or you didn't because you've been there a long time, how did you feel about the media and how they attacked bikers and the rally itself for happening? It was, it was from all sides, man. Like it, it was locals that didn't want the rally to happen. Um, I, I hope I'm not saying this wrong, but there was something along the lines of they actually did take a vote in the city of Sturgis and the residents voted against the rally. And then they still had it because they depend on that revenue. Mm. So there was some, there were some protests in the, in the, on main street in Sturgis and people were saying, Oh, it's, whatever insert whatever antifa no it wasn't dude it was people who lived in sturgis that were there protesting the rally saying we didn't want this and go home and uh, and bikers themselves the community turned on itself in a lot of ways that that year it was 2020 that i, I was there i stayed at glencoe that year that year and i came home with covid i got freaking covid man like how many freaking million people got covid we all you know no somebody anyway i came home and i had it 
And and I got I remember I got on the Glencoe Facebook page trying to be nice, going, hey, I was in spot Q50. You know, I'm just saying I, I got sick. If anybody, you know, around me, just uh, I don't, I'm just saying like that's where I was and I came home with it. So do with what you will. And the people lost their minds like he wasn't even there. He's a liar. He's a da, da, da. I'm like, dude. It's just, it's, it's an infection and people get it. Like, it's not, it's, this is not. You're, you're trying to inform them. I'm just trying to be, I'm, I'm thinking I'm being thoughtful. Like, you know, yeah. and the owners of Glencoe were on there going, stop, man. It, it happens. Some people got it. Well, well so you, you put, you put half a million people together in a small town when there's an infection going around. People are going to get it, man. That's just, that's just life. You know, like, I wasn't saying I was a mistake or I regretted it, but. So that that was a weird year, and that you had the media everywhere saying the, that we're all irresponsible for being here, but you also had people springing back the other direction and saying it's not real and it's a conspiracy and it's it. And I'm like, calm down. It's it's a bad flu, <laughs> you know, like and it's I, real contagious and not in the end. You know, like damn, calm down, you know. Mm-hmm. But, well, that's funny you mentioned that the the city, the people actually wanted to cancel it, and you just came back and said, yeah, the revenue stream, could you give some type of, because I know it's astronomical that what they bring in as far as taxes are concerned, oh, it, where it, it, it yeah. lowers everybody else's taxes in that town, so where are they coming off saying, hey, we don't want to have this, well, your property taxes are only hundred bucks because of this. Mm-hmm. So you had that you had the the residents saying no, but the business owners saying yes because they needed. Right. You know, right. there's, there's, there's people that own a lot of property there in the city of Sturgis that they their entire mortgage for the year is paid from a week's sales. Oh, Airbnb rentals. Uh, yeah. they do the, even the golf cart rentals like you do. Um, that that's a huge. Look at look at uh, Woody uh, Rod Rod Woodruff who owns the Buffalo Chip. If if Sturgis didn't happen one year, like I have no idea what the guy's finances are, but he makes I'm sure he makes millions of dollars in that one week. You know, like and that probably pays his taxes and his uh, employs people from all over the country. And there's a lot riding on that rally. So mm-hmm. people would be people would be foreclosed on. You'd have people, well, a lot of people their don't homes. understand that too, and you just mentioned it. Uh, yeah. A lot of people come around the country to work that one, especially girls for the bar and stuff. Do you remember the Cycle Source virtual rally that year? No. Uh-uh. Yeah. So Chris and Heather owned Cycle Source. They put on, um, I can't remember what month it was, but they put on a virtual motorcycle rally. It was right in the midst of all the lockdowns where we hadn't done nothing for months and we're all losing our damn minds. And they did it like this, but they kept cutting to different people and it was like they had the rally bartenders so the girls that normally do the tricks on the bars were doing them in their backyard or something and there were ways that you could tip and send money and the money was going to be divided equally amongst all the girls that did their their normal bars it was a lot of fun and i remember me and the wife sat on the couch that night and drank a lot (laughs) but it was like (laughs) trying to like oh it was a virtual motorcycle rally they had they had live the jasmine kane performed from her house and you know, like it was fun, you know. Everything, everything in the garage, <laughs> just sitting on the yeah. bikes. That instead, of, yeah, they had a bike show that that was they they went to all these dudes' garages and they showed their bikes virtually and they vote on. Like, it was it was yeah. really cool, you know. Like they tried, yeah, yeah. Rock on, man. 
Those girls are making a lot of money out there. That I know. Oh, yeah. damn right they are. Yeah, if I did that, I don't think <laughs> I'd people, make Girls travel from so many states, just like the cops do, to go work uh, work that event. The cops, the off-duty cops get paid good money to go yeah. down there. They get paid. Well, they take their vacation from their normal department. Yeah, they get paid time off, and they yeah. go. Yeah. Well, what about what happens after the rally? You know, when everybody goes home and stuff like that, does it turn into a one-horse town? Oh yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's it's a it's a a tiny town that has. I mean, it has a decent tourism business anyway because you know, fifty-two weeks out of the year, the Badlands are there, Mount Rushmore is there in Keystone. Big sightseeing area, yeah. Yeah, so there's there's a lot of cool stuff to do with your kids, you know, the rest of the year. Except you got to be careful because they like, I remember it was a couple years ago they had a snowstorm in July. <laughs> like like it's it's cold up there, and, you know. So you got to it's a very short tourism season, but uh, it's 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 a cool place. But yeah, Sturgis is what I don't know five thousand people or something like that. Yeah, like it, it's it a tiny town. Five hundred thousand minimum. Right? Yeah. It's a, at the lead. Where, where are you, man? Let's uh get you in the hot seat there. What got you going with your channel, man? You're just blowing up everywhere. Me or Wild On? Shit, I ain't no, blowing man. anywhere. What are you talking about? Yeah, we're talking about you. Who the hell do you think he's talking to? I, I like I, I so it started uh, with those Sturgis videos and 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 what the hell was it? year was it? Twenty, late twenty, or whatever. And I just did a couple videos screwing around just for my own entertainment because you're stuck at home, right? Like, couldn't I work from home most of the time? And I used to travel for work a lot all over the fucking world, and that stopped. So I was just bored. And I was watching a lot of channels and yours and Baggers and Brews and Fort Nine. And, you know, I'm watching motorcycle stuff best I can. And my wife was like, You should do some videos on Sturgis because it's intimidating to go for the first time. It's expensive and. And just do it for fun. And so I did it for fun. Didn't care if anyone watched. And all of a sudden, February of 2020, I'm like log on and I've got a thousand subscribers and it's and it's uh uh monetized or I can monetize it. I can click, you know, monetize whatever. And so I just started every day I was doing something stupid in the garage, I would do a, a video on it. And uh and it just it just grew by itself. Like I just started blowing up and and uh when I, I don't know not not blowing up because this, the biker community in YouTube is small, right? Like we're not, none of us are doing makeup, you know, <laughs> makeup tutorials. Speak or, for or, yourself. No, <laughs> you're going to start, right? Next week I'm doing it. Like, you know, in cars, car stuff is huge on YouTube and, and history and all that stuff. But bikers, we don't do, we don't computer much. So there's just a lot, you know, fewer, fewer bikers on here, but. It's a blast, man. It's fun. It ain't never going to, you know, I don't think it's ever going to replace my, my real job, but I don't care. It's a good time, you know, like, and I made, we made a ton of friends that I've never been in the same room with, you know, that, that's one good thing about, uh, this type of business. If you're in it is you do get to meet everybody from all over the world. Mm-hmm. You know, now, I was going to say thing. one thing is that professional, you're a really great storyteller. Like just by when you talk in a video, it's just, I like I watched a bunch of videos there and I was like, man, I just sit there entertained by your stories, like a great storyteller, which is fantastic in the videos. And I think that's why a lot of people, they they kind of see you, you as a great storyteller, but like they're part of your stories. 
basically. Mm -hmm. I just I just think it's fun. Like I I I jokingly say like I actually don't like people very much. Like I'm not I'm kind of keep to myself, you know, professionally. I try my best, but but I like bikers and I like motorcycles and I like talking about bikes and I like talking about bike rallies and and so that I'll talk about all day long, you know, but when I'm in work stuff, I, I do what I got to do. And then I'm, I try to get out. Like, I don't want to be around, you know, I go back, go to the bar, go whatever. But if it comes to bikes, I'll, I'll talk all night about it. You know, you want to, but. Mm. What's it, what does it drive you nuts that bikers look at life one way? And then you got the outsiders that for one, don't like us because we are living the way we want to live, but they carry an attitude towards you. And, you know, like, there's a best way to thanks, baby. See the devil in, in the house. Mrs. Monkey brings shots. She's fantastic. <laughs> is that Yukon <laughs> Jack? Well, maybe. That's hundred proof shots in the whiskey. Love you, you guys. We oh, like these, shot, these shot glasses are from Mel Buffalo. Where's she going? She can sit down. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm enjoying you guys from afar. She's <laughs> watching. She's chatting in the time. Uh, oh Lord, that is the hunter proof stuff. Um, it, it's frustrating, man. And I and I tell you why. The, the, I I I I only do so much organizational. Like I always say, you guys know, and I've said I mentioned both your channels and Danny D. Like if you're looking for club stuff, there are channels for that. That that's what they focus on, right? Like go, that's them. Go go watch them. I only do videos about that when something has happened that has triggered a specific story to tell or thing to comment on. Like the dude, the, the friend of mine, who was a prospect who left because it wasn't a fit. And he decided this other club were really tight with that. They were a fit. We knew them. And, and I, funny thing is I knew it. I'm like, yeah, you're more of a fit there, man. Like, you know, and so I called their P and said, he's got my endorsement. He's a good dude. Like, you know, that's one of the videos I felt strongly about. Cause I thought it was important to say like, that is okay to do. Like, you know, if, if, if it's not a fit here and, and he's leaving on good terms, why wouldn't you say mm -hmm. to someone else like this? I do think he's a better fit for your family. Um, but invariably we I guarantee you both seen the same comment a million times. This is exactly why I don't understand bikers and died with that. And they got to share their goddamn <laughs> opinion about how they're, I just want to ride my motorcycle. Da, 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 and, I, and I'm like, so just do that and shut up. Like, why, why do you got to comment? This, this wasn't for you. You know, like, and I don't, don't I don't love the haters that we get, man. Now me, yeah. I get all the haters. I, everyone, you know what? I do love you haters. Keep doing it. Cause you make me famous. But anyway, I love my haters, but there are so many of them. They're vicious. And that's why, you know, sometimes I get jealous of like your platform or the moto vloggers because everybody's cool with you guys. Me, I'm hated. <laughs> you know, I kind of hate you too, Hollywood. You know, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but that's why when I talk to newer creators, I always tell them stay away from the club stuff as much as you can because you're going to get in a situation where not only are you going to be questioned on the internet, but you're going to run into people on the streets that you better know what you're doing. If you're going to get involved in this, you better know that your P's and Q's. Yeah. I, I, I get emails a lot because we, we, I know that 
you know, a lot of people in it that, that are at the top of the top of the diamond wearing, we all know, they're more than likely often not in the side chat, right? They're not, they're, they might watch, but I, I get emails. I get emails. I don't get comments or side chat stuff, but I get emails where they go, hey, man, I've never gotten a bad one. I've never gotten a single person say, I take issue what you said and they sign, you know, such and such one percenter. That's never happened. It's always been, hey, thanks for writing that line of being informative, but not trying to say too much. Because I'm not, I'm not, it's not, that's not who I am. I, I know who I am. That what's the what's the top rule in that life? Be who you are, nothing more, mm-hmm. nothing less. Don't don't be something you're not. And I ain't never gonna do that. Like. So I, I, I joined my organization 18 years ago in Missouri. I, I, there's been many a time where I've seen someone get heavy handed and talked mm-hmm. to, and I, I ain't doing that. I'm not. Right. I got no, I got Thanks, no, nothing to for joining. Satan child. I appreciate that. Uh, tried biker news, uh, professional monkey for a week. <laughs> See how you like it. <laughs> <laughs> so my, mine is just uh, YouTube hates me. <laughs> I don't have YouTube hates me. I bounce around from different topics. I'm doing some, I'm starting to do aviation stuff now. So the algorithm really just really hates you me. You got to make a new channel, man. You got to make a separate channel that's yeah. on that. Like that's the, that's the secret. So I don't understand this stuff, but I got people that are, that are nice and friendly and they'll give advice. And, and they always say like, like I, they tell me like, you should never show my, I should never show my RV again. I should only, I should do a separate channel about anything about the rig and i'm like yeah but i only talk about the rig when it's about a biker rally so that doesn't i no, i ain't doing an rv channel there's channels for that yeah like I, you know like I, I only talk about it was like this is how i loaded these bitches in here and they're three inches apart and i hope they don't do this shit down the highway like, that's what <laughs> you're, about. like you're not you're probably not going to be in an rv show <laughs> going yeah because they're all pretty wholesome you ever notice that like rv yeah. channels are like you know like you know and people, Don't you love when uh, we're the ones doing it, but they all try to give you advice about what you should be doing? <laughs> oh, let someone explain back pressure to you in an ex- on a video about exhaust. And I'm like, I don't know, man. It's called back pressure. No, it's reversion and an E equals MC squared times 12. Time. And I'm like, you know what? I'm being completely serious when I say that I'm interested in what you have to say, and I think you should make a video about it. Because I would watch that. I'm not an engineer. I just put the fucking exhaust on. Like, you know what? What do you want? Like, yeah, put you the know? exhaust on, turn it on, and hit the throttle. Plug. Sounds good, don't it? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Revs up nicely. Where are you going to be taking your channel in the future, man? Because you're bumping up there, man. Uh, almost sixty going on the way to a hundred. I, I, I don't plan. <laughs> like I, you know, I. This is a hobby and it's fun. Like I, I, I would like to to do bigger stuff. I mean, what I, here's what I would love to do. I would love to buy bikes and then do whatever I want to do to them and then just not lose money on it. Like sell it, you know, like I don't, I don't, I don't want to do the raffle thing. I not, I, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just that I don't want to do the raffle thing. Cause the, 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 it's complicated, man. I, you know, if, if people hate you, we have, you know, there's somebody that hates all three of us. And you do it the wrong way, somebody's going to be like, he illegally, da, da, da. I ain't doing that. I don't want to get into that mess. Uh, I just want to, I want to, I'd like to start buying bikes and fixing them up, making them cool, sell them, just get my money back, move on, do something else. I want to get my chopper going because that's an, a thing I don't know. I don't, you know, 
I don't know nothing about bikes with 35 year old wiring systems that have been spliced together. And, you know, I want to, I want to make, make fun of old guys, man. <laughs> Thanks for that, Nick. Uh, really appreciate it. Making the rounds. Thanks for the show. Thanks, Nick. Nick's a good dude. But you, you really, you're more into the newer stuff than the older stuff. I got to get you a Shaggy. He can help you with uh, building the old stuff, man. He's still yeah, working I, on iron heads and shovel heads. I'm he's actually still he's still working on the same one for like 20 years. He does he doesn't even ride it. <laughs> shaggy. I see him in the comment section somewhere. Where is that guy talking shit about Cubans? Go ahead, monkey. <laughs> <laughs> that I'm actually I'm really I'm into the old stuff. I just I know what I don't know. And I have no knowledge. Like I'm, I'm pretty confident on Twin Cam, or an Evo, or these, now the Milwaukee Eight. You know, but mm. I, I, I don't know shit about chopper wiring. They talk about a six wire system, and I'm like, what is that? But I want to know about it. You know, and everything well, I Shaggy, have. Shaggy, Shaggy just said, bring it up in August. He'll wire it for you. No, oh, you have made a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> He's right there in Missouri. <laughs> the the no that I would I, if I had room in my rig I already got, I'm bringing two up because I'm bringing three back. Uh, there's a local club down this neck of the woods that's that I'm that I'm really tight with all of them. I love them to death, good dudes, and they're all going to Sturgis, and um, the P is 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 riding up, but his family's coming up, wife and a little one, so he's going to fly back, and I'm bringing his bike back for him. So I, my bike, my rig can hold three bikes. So I got to keep one space open. Otherwise, I otherwise I'd do that. Well, Shaggy, you know, come to Florida, man. How about that? <laughs> it's real easy, man. Just take the top chopper up to there, drop it off, go to Sturgis, pick it back up. <laughs> yeah, I was going to ask you something for, for the guys in the comment section or people that have never been to Sturgis. What's the like minimum to a point? What you think your people are going to be spending if they can save money to do the trip? What's the a ballpark? over your years that you think I did, a, I did a I did a video just on the budget and I, I think I was like if you're within uh a thousand miles two thousand miles this is before fuel prices went crazy but I was like if if you're a tenter if you're okay tenting it and you can be a cheap bastard like I am able to be I, it's still gonna be two to twenty five to three grand I think because you got fuel there you got, and I'm assuming an old lady, right? I'm assuming a passenger. Another mouth to feed, yeah. Right. So you got $700 in campground passes, right? You got fuel at $80 a gallon or where the hell we're we paying by <laughs> August. Yeah, you right. got, uh, 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 even if even if you're tenting, you're going to be eating out a lot. You can only eat so many bologna sandwiches, right? And food's expensive. Beers are five bucks, you know? Uh, it, so I, I, and you're going to want to buy a t-shirt, right? And then you go there and every freaking brother you got is going to be like, I don't have a t-shirt, I don't have a t-shirt, I don't, you know, so you're going to be buying 97 t-shirts while you're there. So I, I think that that like two to three grand, right? So this is my thing. That's my one thing per year. Uh, my wife enjoys it as much as I do. So I, there's no argument there, right? I have this luxurious situation where my wife doesn't give me any shit about Sturgis. I know that's a fight for some dudes in their house. Oh yeah. But my wife's like, no, nah, man, like we're, we're doing this all the way, you know, like, you know, we're all in. So I, I did the math. I think I'm going to spend about $8,500 on it this year, but that's, that's a lot of that's fuel. I mean, I burned 500 gallons of diesel Dang going, you. going up and back. 
probably about 510 gallons. So that right there is, you know. Well, you're looking at what, about $6 a gallon by that time? Oh, yeah. It's going to be it's going to be painful. Like, I don't want to think about it. Like, I, you know, like I'm just going to I have one credit card with a zero balance that I'm just going to use at the pumps the whole way there back and not think about it. And I'll deal with that when I get home. Right. You know, hmm, um, right. But but um, yeah, so it's it's it is expensive. It's real expensive. I still think it's worth it. How do you uh, you think the fuel cost this year is going to cause a drastic uh, reduction in the rally numbers? No, I think that that those that go love it so much. The, what are they? What smart people would call it elasticity is is pretty wide. You know, like I think that people that are eat, I think people eat a lot of fuel costs before because if you do the math, all right. So my fuel difference last year to this year is going to be about 600 bucks, 650, something like that. Well, in the great scheme of things, that's not yeah, a not compared a to the, yeah, if you're spending that eight grand, <laughs> you know, like it's not, it's not a deal breaker, you know, and it actually isn't going to be eight because some things sold out before I got booked. So like I, I normally book a giant campsite because uh, uh, way more than I need, because my friends, that I've known forever, I they throw their tents on my RV site. So it's like my <laughs> we're the wrong side of the tracks, my campsite during the rally. Like my <laughs> rig is there, but there's like tents all around it and drunk people laying on it. You know, so I get a huge site so that we're not in anyone's business. But those were all sold out. So there was several hundred dollars that I now couldn't spend, for example. So mm-hmm. but so if you're at 500, man, you're looking at some gas, man. About <laughs> 510 gallons. It's going to be the whole way there and back, and you know, pulling my rig. I get I get nine miles a gallon pulling the rig, regardless of what's in it. Like basically, the wind is the problem, not the weight. So I have an F two an F two shitty. My F two fifty diesel doesn't care how much weights it's pulling. If it's pulling, it's nine. You know, like that's that's what it is. Right, right. We'll rock on, man. You got anything else, uh, Wild On? We're running up on an hour here. Yeah, no, that was my question because, I mean, a lot of people want to go, but then I, I just kind of worry sometimes. I do think the prices are going to go up even for the vendors and uh, and sales. So people's first experience is going to be a big one to their wallet. So I was trying to make sure they understand mm-hmm. uh, to kind of plan appropriately. I mean, you can plan the least you want to, but just be realistic too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it Dallas. Is- this is my new kitty man we just adopted her she's a calico and she wants to get famous i guess i think she oh, likes yeah. you <laughs> she does uh china Dow don't spend enough time with her so she's always with me you know i am the one who has to get the catnip out and stuff i almost got yelled at because i wanted to give her some real stuff and that didn't work out too good for me. <laughs> well everybody uh Get over to Professional Monkey. I really love the channel. I watch him every time he comes on. Uh, he's funny, good storytelling, uh, gives a lot of awesome information out there. Just one of the better YouTube channels as far as motorcycles are concerned, bikers are concerned. Uh, he really puts the positive spin on what we all do instead of what the media says we all do. So make sure you guys get over there and check him out. Uh, if you're listening on the radio podcast platforms and all that good stuff, it's professional monkey on YouTube. Yeah. Any final thoughts professional? Yeah, actually the, 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 a funny quick,
quick story. I remember the day that you did a video called "Let's Talk About Professional Monkey." Oh, and that was I was I was, I'm just like that did I have to do with my thing. And all of a sudden, one of my viewers that that I know outside the channel he texts me he goes, "Dude, Hollywood just did a video about you," and he and he he sent me like the thumbnail. And uh -huh. my exact words, I looked at, I go, "Oh no," because <laughs> I because. Because, you know, there's a period, it's gotten much better. There's a period where, like, all you get is freaking hate mail and negative comments. And people have watched too much Sons of Anarchy. And all they want to do is go on and tell you, you don't know what you're talking about. I'm like, shut the fuck. Anyway, so right. you assume everyone hates you. And he sent me that thumbnail. And I was like, oh, no. Like, this is terrible. And I watched the video. I'm like. Holy shit, he's being nice. Like I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't process that. Like <laughs> I, I remember, I remember when we first started talking about you in general, because um, I was saying this is what real like it, it was gonna for the main viewers or the percentage of independent writers as a whole. That's the style of YouTube channel that is gonna be the like the better way to go, and the way that you're doing things, the natural growth. You're having fun. It's a hobby for you. You enjoy it. You can see you enjoy it. So I remember talking about you about that. And I think you did a shout out with one of my videos too. Yeah. Um, so that was really cool. So then I remember Hollywood did that video too. So that was neat. Well, you know I, what? I, I was really impressed by him. I was. Him and Miss Monkey. I was like, you know what? That's the kind of image that bikers need to have. You know, not what you're seeing in the media. And then when you throw his storytelling in and the different things he's talking about Sturges, he's working on bikes. I was like, you know what? That reminds me of the old days when I came up where that's what we used to do. You know, it wasn't all this, let's just go to a bar deal. No, we were hanging out in the garage talking. That's why I like his background. Uh, you know, that's what draws me is the garage shoots. Because mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, man, we used to do that all the time. That's not done anymore, hardly. So I appreciate that video. I mean, it, it was cool. It was good to see some positive like, feedback. That was nice. So I appreciate it. <laughs> Rock on. <laughs> well, awesome. I appreciate having you on, uh, Monkey. It was killer, man. I really love the information you give out to everybody and all the education you give. That's just awesome stuff. Appreciate it, man. Rock on. Hey, uh, everybody, visit Wild on 2, Professional Monkey, all that good stuff. We'll see you later. Rock Take out. care. Peace. Thanks, y'all. <laughs> I say goodbye. Vamoose. Adios. Ciao. So long. Get your hat jack. Number one internet biker radio show is now available on Spotify and all major platforms, including iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, and more. Don't forget to become a subscriber on any one of these platforms so you can be notified right away when our weekly episode is uploaded so you never miss an episode.